0: Hi, this is Dave Caius, one of the hosts of Barbecue Radio Nation. And thank you for tuning in and listening to one of our archived versions of our national radio show. By the way, if one of your local radio stations is not carrying Barbecue Radio Nation, please have them contact us and you can be listening to us on your radio.
1: Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Dan Hathaway, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading grill masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation.
0: Thank you for tuning in, and welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation. I am Dave Caius along with our executive producer, T-Bone, and our co-host, award-winning pitmaster of Smoke on Wheels, Andy Gronerman, coming up. Return guest, oh, she is one of our best guests, Megan Day. She's a pitmaster of Burnt Finger Barbecue. Check her website out, burntfingerbbq.com. That's burntfingerbbq.com. We'll get more details about that. Andy is going to be talking about some outdoor cooking, and I know we normally are talking outdoor cooking but andy we're gonna be talking really out, outdoors outdoor, really outdoor, outdoors. outdoor like like campfire like, cooking yeah like be- a w- fit, at least 50
2: feet away from your house cooking that's right okay dave i want to just want to know if you were paying attention last week award-winning andy groneman yeah name one award he's
0: won uh, He he won uh some kind of trophy <laughs> i got a bowling trophy once i bought it at the thrift store. are you not an award-winning
3: barbecue no i've won a few things see oh i know but I, i'm this is about you now i don't know three or four hundred i don't know pick one
0: okay Dave. ask the
2: co-host okay he should know i'm just re- reminding everybody from from last week he, he's won the Jack Daniels? Yeah, he won that. No, yeah. I won pork at the Jack
3: Daniels. Well, that, okay. Winning the whole thing, that's a That's, still, a that's pretty you, impressive, You are though. still a winner. pork. Uh, yes, yes, I was a winner. I'm a world champion. The, the, pork,
2: the pork Jack Daniels yeah. champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, reserve grand champion of, Dave? Uh, world Series of Barbecue at the American Royal. There we go.
0: There we go. Such a lucky guess.
2: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> know the people you're working with. I I don't have to.
0: He sits there. He's got a cool truck. That's all I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the license plate? Uh, uh, hold on. Uh, okay. So his his team is Smoke on Wheels, and his license plate is S O W B B Q. There it is. And there it's go. this big old four wheels in the back killer. What what year? 1994. Yeah, it's a
3: 94 one ton dually Chevy. Chevy, Chevy. In in all of its teal 1994 glory. Glory, yes.
0: You know, one of these days when we're going on the road, we're just going to put us all in the back of it, and then somebody will drive us around, and we'll just broadcast from the back of your pickup truck. We could do that. We could, and have
2: room to spare. We can. This thing goes on batteries.
0: Well, the thing is, we could put a marching band with us back there. There's so (laughs) much room back there. It's, we, it's a long bed. We, it's a long bed. So we'll be talking about that. Now, T-Bone, you were reading an article over the weekend, last weekend I should say, about coming up the World Food Championships. Yeah, it's
2: coming up this next weekend mm-hmm. uh, in Dallas. Okay. And that's a big to-do. That's, uh, they've got uh, 10 events, barbecue oh, wow. only being one of them.
3: Really? It's, it's kind of a neat deal. It's kind of a neat deal. You can compete in individual categories and like you said, there's all kinds there's steak, barbecue, sandwich, burger, you name it. there's a category for it. And those individuals, uh, if they can win a contest in that category, they get a golden ticket to go compete at the World Food Championship. So we've got to do that a couple times. I've competed in steak and barbecue there. Uh, it's a lot of fun, but it is so much moving parts because there's all of those different things going on. it's it, but it's pretty exciting. It's is, a big isn't that to do. like five days? Yeah, it, it's like a week and then the 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 final table after they get through all of the events they actually do that later because it's just so protracted all the cooking.
2: Now, is is it the same as a barbecue competition with uh, and there
3: there will be an overall champion of of all the events? They do that. And so that's that's what's always interesting because obviously being a barbecuer, you know, if we Say, say the final table protein is brisket, and we know we're going to cook that thing for twelve hours, and we're competing against a ham sandwich. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? It's like wait a minute,
3: exactly. come on, how can you not?
2: Or, how, or, hang,
0: a, have or, or a bowl of
3: soup. Or a
2: bowl <laughs> soup of soup <laughs> is a category. On, Seafood. They, they,
0: they put an egg on that ham sandwich, and that thing made really made it. That was that was yeah. it, and and some yellow mustard. That was a heck of a ham sandwich. Yeah, it
3: grill marks on the toast. <laughs> come on,
0: so so that's.
3: So, but that's really at the, the final table. It's down to the winners of the top categories and the highest scores, and then you're competing for ten grand, uh, which is a nice little paycheck to sure. yeah. bring home. Yeah, right. and, and one of the most At least it popular. used to be. I haven't looked at the most current one, but
2: I think it's ten thousand dollars. Yeah, it's 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 a good. They've got a a, a lot of prizes for people. Uh, one of the most uh, looked forward to events there is something uh, that they call Bourbon Queue. And oh, and that's a, okay. that and, sounds like
3: a block party. Yes, it is. It's a big
2: block party, and that's on. That'll be on the sixth, and they've invited some of the top. Brad Leininger, nice. Joe Pierce will be down there. Nine One Three Barbecue. Bethany uh, will be down there. Oh, you know who uh, I so, saw.
3: That's always a good time. That's going to be there. Is James Cruz Central City Barbecue? Yeah, yeah. It, that. That's awesome.
2: Johnny Trigg sterling smith and of course tim sheer there you go who uh who nailed memphis in may well let me, in, in a, let, me let me ask you this so I'm, so let, let me explain ahead, it so you can go there and these guys will feed you so and i imagine since it's bourbon queue there's probably some drinks to
3: be had yep i would imagine there's going to be some cocktails shared and uh if i recall everybody's doing their own style of rib. This is kind of like a rib fest almost for the block party. So you're going to get to try all of those different styles of ribs, have some cocktails with it. That'll be pretty awesome.
0: I think T-Bone, we just need to get the back of Andy's pickup truck and just head down South on I-35 and run into Dallas. Bet. Let's go. About an eight hour drive. I, I don't see a problem with that. Uh, that sounds like fun. I, I'm just, I'm so used to barbecue contests, but seeing a contest with all that kind of different foods. So that, that is very interesting. And I would love to go get fat there. So, coming up, or actually, right now, it's time for Ask Andy, our, our sponsored by our October barbecue sauce of the month, which is Cowtown barbecue sauce, 18 ounces, only $5.99. The best sauce on the planet. It was titled that at the award-winning 2001 American Royal Barbecue Contest, beating out hundreds of others. Again, Cowtown Barbecue Sauce. And what is your question, T-Bone? Hey, Andy. What's the quickest and most efficient
2: way for me to, in quotations, get to know my grill smoker without going through hundreds of dollars of meat experimentation?
3: And that's from Jake from State Farm. Oh, wait. No, wait a minute. No, that's Jake from Chicago. Got it. Well, so that's actually, there's a couple of easy ways to do that. My favorite is the biscuit test. So instead of spending $100 on a, a brisket to put in the cooker or throwing a bunch of steaks in there and figuring out where those hot spots are, you can take a can of biscuits and you just lay those. Like the Poppin' Fresh like type. Like the popping Fresh biscuits. Pillsbury By the way, when can. you put the
0: spoon in there and the thing explodes, that always scares me, but go ahead. <laughs> that's right. So you you put all those biscuits all over your rack. And there
3: you go, you let those cook for 30 minutes, come check the the grill, and the ones that are done the most are in your hot spots, the ones that are a little under in your cool spots, and you can kind of see, without spending more than three bucks, where your hot and cool zones in your pit are. So I always like to do the biscuit test if I got a brand new pit. Who
0: came I, I, up with that? That's genius. I don't know who came.
3: I'm like a little that. bit anal. You know what? I, if I was doing
2: that, I would like actually make a chart so that I always remember and then laminate it. No,
0: I, I, <laughs> as much as I want to make fun of you, I would absolutely make a chart because I know me, I'd forget it. And I'd be like, was that the, was that the hot spot or was that the hot spot?" <laughs> Next thing I know, I'm burning the brisket, and I'm calling Andy, going, "Hey, ask Andy because I <laughs> screwed it up." No, I th- actually I think that's an, uh, have it. Have it laminated right in, right there, hanging from from your uh, grill, right yeah, in front of work. you. Why not? That would work absolutely. Well, well, thank you, Jake. We're going to send you a bottle of Cowtown barbecue sauce. Again, eighteen ounces, only five ninety nine. It's zesty. It's tangy. It's great for beef, pork, poultry, and fish. And you can get it at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. That's at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. And you can shorten that down to kcbbqstore.com if you would like. Now, coming up, very excited to have Ma- Megan Day back onto the show. She's a Pitmaster award winning. Don't make me say which awards, T Bone, but let's just say there's plenty of them. <laughs> and she's got her Burnt Finger Barbecue, something I try not to do. And you can learn more about her. And her products, she's got some great products, BurntFingerBBQ.com. That's BurntFingerBBQ.com. She's going to be with us next making day right here on Barbecue Radio Nation.
1: Be sure to check out the huge selection of barbecue accessories, skewers, racks, thermometers, books, and so much more at the thekansascitybbqstore.com. They are shipping out nationwide for all of your grilling needs.
4: You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call is toll-free, 800-223-9667.
1: Barbecue Radio Nation is heard on radio stations from California to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionation.com.
0: Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Kais, along with Pitmaster Andy Groneman. Returning guest, we're so excited to have her back. She's a Pitmaster. She's got Burnt Finger Barbecue, countless awards and competition, including first place at the uh, Chicken at American Royal World Series of Barbecue, overall top 10 finish at the American Royal, also T Bone's favorite hangout, Memphis in May. Returning Pitmaster Megan Day. How are you doing, Megan?
5: doing awesome thanks for having me thank
0: you to
1: be back
0: yes you're like uh you've been on like what 12 times now i think we've had you on maybe (laughs) baker's dozen baker's Baker's (laughs) dozen. so so we're all excited andy and, and everybody we were all talking about this personally i i'm just one of those people i love all barbecue but i also love all steak and you've been killing it lately with the steak and your steak seasoning talk about this megan
5: Well, you know, the first time I ever cooked a steak in competition was at the Lenexa State Championships. And this was probably, I'm going to guess, 2018, maybe 2000. Yeah, 18. I didn't know what I was doing, but I took the category because my husband, Jason, was working on some of the other ones. And then I win it. I'm like, state champion, right? Nailed it. It, I knew it was a good steak. I knew the flavor profile that I wanted. And this was, hang on, this was
0: 2018?
5: Probably 2018. So you're, so, just, and this was,
0: so you're just 19 was, years old at the time.
5: Wait, boom. Ben,
0: <laughs> nailed it. You're right? welcome. But
5: I knew, I knew, you know, I was like, I'll grow up someday <laughs> and then maybe I'll want to have my own seasoning. But we knew there was like a, a thing there and, and we had a flavor profile we wanted to hit. So we started, we had been working on a steak seasoning. Um, I just hadn't proven it in any competition. So... It wasn't right, though. You know, once you start scaling up a seasoning and it's got to hit shelf stable, you know, all the fun stuff that goes into actually creating a product that has a label on a shelf is a little different than throwing some seasonings together in your kitchen. And so it took us in total about six years to finally get to the point where we had a seasoning that we thought had the right depth. And flavor and you know something to think about the the average way a consumer would use it did it get too salty so I here's a question for you yeah. on that
3: because yeah you know i i dabble a little bit in that <laughs> realm yeah. and so when you're when you're picking out the the size of those spices are you going smaller or are you going larger on the on the chunk in the jar because
5: mm. yes it makes a yeah. difference so we, it makes a huge difference. And, and that's part of that, why it took so long because we played with so many different varieties. And at one point in time, when we were working with um, garlic and pepper, we're at like an all time high. So we had to go super fine, but we never wanted to be full of fillers and things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And now where we landed was a little bit finer mix because everybody's chasing. There's a, you know, a Canadian name. I won't, I won't say it, but everybody's chasing that seasoning. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Like you, you, you know, and it's big and thick and it's, we're not, we don't want that. Are
0: you talking about the the maple leaves? I love their hockey team. Mm, mm
5: -hmm, No. mm. Okay. Okay. No, it's, it's a good old Montreal. Come on. So, (laughs) you know, that seasoning, everybody's chasing, you know, that's what the average consumer thinks of when they're thinking of that kind of a steak seasoning or a, a chop house type and we didn't want to be in competition with that because that 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 they got that down like that's a good seasoning for the average consumer so for us we wanted to go a little bit smaller but still be able to tell what you're what you're eating and then we added some more flavors to it and i was um i was pretty pretty excited about giving it a test run and we happened to be down at the royal oak invitational and it was out in roswell which is in the suburbs of atlanta yeah and it was a true sanctioned SCA, which is the Steak Cookoff Association. It, and, and there's a lot of things that go into doing something for a steak cook-off that has rules that they, they like it, the ribeyes to be tied up so that they're these perfect little round steaks, totally different than what I had cooked back in like 2018. Where and I you just need the some,
3: grill yeah. marks and all of that, the right? grill and marks, the, yeah, right. Is and, duck and, fat and a thing? I yes, think.
5: duck fat. You got to use duck fat. You got to get those grill marks. You got to... You gotta scrape off your grates before you, you know, go again for the turns. Whether are you gonna do diamonds? Are you gonna do the, you know, squares? Like how are you gonna put a pattern? So all that comes into play. And if you don't Absolutely. know the rules, you can't win, right? So I scoured, looked for, just tried to get examples and talked to a few people about, you know, kind of what temperatures and and what we're looking for. And I don't know what happened. I blacked out. I woke up and I had a couple <laughs> steaks so steaks ready to go. But but I, I did this thing and I um, wanted to try our seasoning, right? Because I wanted to know how battle tested. is it? How's it going to flavor? How's it going to work? Is it going to get too salty? How You know, where are we at? And I nailed it. I got to be honest with you. Those steaks were so, so good. I thought that's good eating. Now, the question is, is it good judging? And there's a difference. <laughs> and they're yeah, not the same. So, um, at the end of the day, ended up taking second place with a pretty monster score of uh, 251. So, I was very excited. I think that the highest score you can get is a 254. So, there's room for improvement, but was really excited. And now I'm just getting slammed with people asking when that steak seasoning is coming out. So,
0: we're, we're- excited. We're talking with Megan Day of Burnt Finger Barbecue. Uh, Megan, just one little comment before I kick it back to Andy. In my youth, when I used to black out, I never woke up with a steak. I just want to <laughs> say that. Um, two
1: steaks, baby. Yeah, <laughs> Tuesday. Well, no wow.
0: That's just getting greedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: So, so, the, so the steak seasoning, so now it's battle tested. You got the, you got the award and you're, you're, you're there. So now when do we think that's coming? cuz so i know I just, it's on the i know it's on the horizon
5: yeah it is so we're just at the mercy of it getting actually bottled so we're probably 4 or 5 weeks out um i'm hoping definitely in time for christmas uh so we're just kind of waiting for the the process of getting in line and getting the bottles filled so we're we're right there within a few weeks
0: now didn't you mention we were talking before we we went on the air that on your website which by the way is burnt finger bbq not Correct. what was it what was it you said the people mess up brunt burnt. They, they,
5: they want to burn a couple of fingers so burnt fingers <laughs> brunt finger you name it we so, get we get it all but it, so it, it's, it's burnt, burnt finger
0: burnt finger singular finger bbq.com and if they go there can they sign up for your newsletter and then they'll find out about the release of your of your steak uh um, what am i trying to say yeah, gross
1: yeah the seasoning. new seasoning, yeah, seasoning. No, thank exactly. you
0: thank you yeah
5: seasoning it's a seasoning. Yeah, no, that's exactly right, because that's that's really where we're going to communicate is if you get signed up on that newsletter, then we'll push something out to say, OK, it's ready to go. Um, I mean, obviously, with with shipping for the holidays, we're going to want to get jump on it pretty quickly to get it out. So that is the best way at this point that I can tell you. So you're you're in the know.
0: What, when when they And we just got one minute left in this segment. Real quickly, if they go to your website very quickly, what else could they find there?
5: Oh, yeah. So we sell all of our sauces and seasonings, Smoky Kansas City, which was first place at the American Royal in 2020. That sauce is just killer. And then we have our Smoky Kansas City Rub that also won the best seasoning on the planet in our category for 2020. American Royal. We've got some gloves so you won't burn your fingers. Mm-hmm. That's always important.
0: Hence burnt uh, we, finger. Yes. Burnt finger baby. <laughs> and then,
5: you know, we, we really, that's, we got t-shirts and, and some, and we're getting ready to put baseball hats on. So that was something people have been asking for.
0: Very good. Very good. Once again, the website, check it out. Burnt finger, Sign up now. So you can get that seasoning when it comes out, be the first one on your block to get it. And you'll be making steaks and everybody's going, why is that so good? It's like, well, I would tell you it's Megan Day's, but we won't, don't want to tell you that. But anyway, we'll be back with Megan Day right here on Barbecue Radio Nation.
1: Check out Barbecue Radio Nation on Facebook. Give us a like. Dave and Dan need the attention.
3: CDC is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of a novel or new coronavirus. There are steps you can take now to get ready if an outbreak occurs in your community. Make a household plan. Learn how to prepare and to take quick action if someone gets sick. Older adults and people with chronic medical conditions are at greater risk. Take extra steps to protect them. Think about what you will do if there are changes to your work schedule. And remember to always practice good health habits, such as frequently washing hands with soap and water, staying home when sick, and covering coughs and sneezes. For more information, visit CDC.gov.
1: If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them?
3: By their clothes. Their age. The way they speak. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank
5: Strong, and the Ad Council.
0: Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm Dave Kaius, along with our producer T-Bone, and my co-host, award-winning Pitmaster from Smoke on Wheels Barbecue, Andy Groneman. And today we're talking again with Megan Day. Love having her on the show. You need to check her out. She's a Pitmaster award-winning and just a Excellent website, which is burntfingerbbq.com. That's burntfingerbbq.com. And, you know, making one of the awards you won, which was first place in chicken at the American Royal World Series of Barbecue. And to me, as the amateur in the room or on the conversation, chicken just looks to be so difficult to do and prepare and to do it right. Can you kind of maybe... Start from the very beginning and kind of help the backyard barbecue because they may be a little intimidated like I am when it comes to chicken.
5: Yeah. I you know, I, I think to me, one of the easiest, most forgiving portions of a chicken is your thigh. Mm. Right? It's it's dark meat. It's gonna stay you know, it's really gonna stay you juicy can, a lot longer. You can get it consistent
3: it, in size too, so you're yes. you're not having a, a fat, heavy end like on a breast where you've got that. Side that's really thick and then a side that's really thin so that's consistent for cooking too. They're great.
5: Yeah. And you know, you can go bone in, bone out. You've got uh skinless, boneless. So I if if you're someone that it's not really from the you know, from the competition, the competition side is going to be completely different. We physically get a scale out and we take the skin off of the thigh, we cut the meat down so that it's even and that each thigh is a very similar size. And then we put that, wrap that skin back around it and Mm. tuck it under. I mean, there's a lot of what I would consider to be a lot of food styling that happens when it's a competition. Do you scrape your skins? We don't. I know there's people who jacquard it. I know people who, I mean, obviously if there's a very large fat pocket on that skin will remove some of that but there are people who really do scrape them all the way down and jacquard them and and do all kinds of crazy things to them yeah i'm not a fan (laughs) yeah we don't do that and we we, and we win so i i think there are those who swear by it and they win so i think it's it's really your preference and how far you want to take it but yeah I, i think it's more about in my opinion getting a good look with your eyes, you know, anything that's hanging off or just look doesn't look quite right, remove the feathers. I know that's a gross thing to say, but gosh darn it. <laughs> Take yeah, a minute. Ne-
0: I have never thought of anybody leaving the
3: feathers on. There's oh, always do. some pin feathers down right. on the corner yeah. of oh, that really? skin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. I can just see eating one of those. And then it'd be like the old three stooges thing where you cough out the feathers. <laughs>
5: well, you know, I was, I judged the Jack Daniels invitational this last cut, you know, here in, in October. And, uh, was it October, September? Yeah. whatever? I've lost October. track of, of my weeks, but the beginning of October, I believe it was, and there was some, still some feathers on, and these are world champion pit masters that are at this event. So uh, that was a little bit of a surprise to me uh, that someone had left those on. So definitely take the time to kind of look them over and do that. But but reality is is as Andy just mentioned, you're talking about you know if you if you're gonna do some breast meat, take the time to potentially you know take take something and pound it down to a much more even. Give yourself a chance to have an even cook because that tip is going to completely dry out before you ever get to that nice juicy bigger side well so
3: that's what i was going to ask you so you got the opportunity you got one of those coveted judging spots at the jack (laughs) and it being slightly different from other contests they actually require that you put white meat in the box and we were just talking about how great thighs were so what did you see come in as a judge for the white meat entry
5: yeah, so there's a little bit of trickery here, and I'm going to give you the scoop. <laughs> so you have some people who are going to give, you have to have seven pieces of meat because the old number seven, right, on a Jack yeah. Daniel bottle. So you have to have seven pieces of meat. And so you'll have some people who will give you six thighs and one white, you know, like one white meat choice. So either breast piece or a wing. Um, Most of them were flats. I didn't get any drummies. Um, I got the flats on the wings um, for for that white meat piece. And then you see some people, like I said, who will do, uh, you know, a lot of pieces of the breast meat, but almost everybody gave us a thigh and then a piece or two. One guy went crazy and gave us, you know, seven pieces of breast meat and seven thighs. He made those thighs teeny tiny. They were boneless fully sculpted. It was a very full box. (laughs) But the, (laughs) the risk that they run is that we have to judge everything that we are given. So if only one judge gets that white meat, that wing, then only that judge can judge you on that wing, right? And everybody else judges you on what they got to eat. So you do run a risk of one judge thinking, well, gosh, they must not have been too proud. You know, and so they've only given us one piece of white meat. So it's kind of a a game you've got to figure out how to play. But when I get something like that, I'm judging what's in front of me. I'm not judging what is or isn't in the box. Yeah,
3: you got to judge what's in the box for sure. Exactly.
5: exactly. So it's always fun and it was good. Chicken was probably one of my, chicken and pork were my favorite categories there this year.
3: Really? So yeah. to me, like chickens always as a cook, it's always the devil meat, right? Like you, you hate right. clean, you hate cleaning it. You hate weighing out the the thighs to get them perfect and all of that. When we cooked the Jack, we turn, and we did it a couple of different ways over the years to see if one way did better than another. One time we took and just after we had completely butter bathed out these breasts and just had them super juicy, we did pulled breast meat as our box garnish.
5: Full and, breast uh,
3: meat. Yeah, so we did yeah. pulled breast meat in the bottom and laid the oh pulled the wing, yeah ah. pulled. So we we basically pulled it and then you know sat it right back in that butter bath. And then nice. when we built the box, the whole bottom of the box was pulled breast meat, and then we had our thighs on top of
4: that. Wow, so it was
3: another full heavy box. But it's you know there's there's just so many different ways you can do it there, and like you said, you're competing against. All these other grand champions. So it's, it,
5: yeah. And it's, and it's kind of a fun one you can, can play with because in other competitions, it's really, I mean, it's, it's pretty heavy that you're either going to get legs or you're going to get your breast, or not, sorry, or you're going to get your thigh meat. So you really don't see that fun idea of pulling it for, uh, you know, chicken. And, and the thing is with pulling breast meat, I mean, man, it has so much surface area that could could dry out if it doesn't get to a judge right away. So you're taking a risk, but it's also a, a fun risk. Um, And and the key that you said was butter bath. You want to know, guys, <laughs> yeah. what, is so, know. What, what is the key? You're not using enough butter. I promise you, you are not using half
0: enough butter. <laughs> I love it. We're talking yeah. with pit master Megan Day. Megan, we, we've, we've only got about two minutes left. For the backyard barbecue, let's say we're doing the thighs. What do you do? How, how long do you smoke it? What temperature? All that good stuff to help the backyard barbecue.
5: You know, I love to cook at about 275, um, is where my pit tends to run the best. And, I, you know, I really take those thighs up to now, this is backyard. This is what I do. I love boneless, skinless thighs. I'll take them up to about 150 degrees and then. I char them. I put them on as hot a setting as I can get. And I'll take that meat to as high as 180, 190 degrees because it can take it. And I love a beautiful char on my meat. Now, I won't do that necessarily in competition, but I wouldn't tell you. I mean, we inject our competition thighs with butter. And <laughs> and all, I mean, you know, you, you don't eat that. That's not what you're eating. That's what you get when you want it to be judged. Yeah, but that's the flavor you're bomb doing bite, it for the, right? Yeah. For the backyard. And then, you know, I, I sometimes if I, I'll do a butter bath style where I'll put him in the smoke in a butter bath and take him up to, you know, that higher 150, 160, and then take him up even higher with some char on him. So it just kind of depends on, do I want a bunch of butter that day or not? Um, but <laughs> that's, that thigh meat really is forgiving.
0: Well, making, thank you so much for again being on our show. We'll we'll have you back in what uh, 2 days, 3 days, anybody. Yeah. Okay. No, <laughs> uh,
5: let's do, let's do 6 months. I got some big stuff. <laughs> oh, no, months. no. We're How not
0: we're not going to let you be gone that long. And quick shout out to your husband Jason too, the the, the bacon Uh yep. and and of course, don't forget go to our website BurntFingerBBQ.com That's BurntFingerBBQ.com and sign up now for the newsletter for that steak seasoning that's going to be coming out soon. It might be the best Christmas present you can get for a family member or, you know, I would be getting are it for you myself. Get it for yourself. <laughs> I would be getting it for myself. So Megan, it's thanks. Good on
5: pork <laughs> chops and wings. I promise, it's really good.
0: <laughs> coming up next, we're gonna be talking to Andy about cooking outside, some fall cooking, and that's coming up next right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. Probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just put some gum in my mouth.
3: Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake.
4: Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council.
0: Welcome back to Andy and Dave here on Barbecue Radio Nation. And a barbecue shout-out goes to one of our wonderful sponsors, Old Hickory Pits Smokers. Check them out, oldhickorypits.com, Old Hickory Pits Wood-Burning Barbecue Pits. They've got commercial and now residential smokers at oldhickorypits.com. Also, our weekly radio station barbecue shout-out goes to KWYN 1400 AM and KWYN 102.9 and 106.9 FM. Broadcasting out of East Arkansas and I believe it's Win, Wynn, Arkansas. W-Y-N-N-E. Anybody? Am I doing that right? That sounds right. It, um, we're going with Win, Arkansas. You can win. Winning. In Win, Arkansas. Check them out at kwyn.com. Thank you for being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Time now for our Kansas City Barbecue Store product spotlight couple of th- thoughts here which by the way you can get them at the kansas city bbq store.com is we're getting ready to talk about outdoor cooking yeah hanging around the campfire hanging around a campfire and i came up with they call it the yeti rambler 20 ounce tumbler i think of it as a travel mug but they call it a tumbler that's the nice way it but doesn't I'm,
3: have a handle right so to to be a mug you have to have a handle
0: Take take note, Dave. We're learning. I do not like being around smart people. Okay, that's just that's just a rule I have. Because I start Fair I start feeling dumber. That makes <laughs> sense. So, right? so why is T Bone in the ring? Why- <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Thank you, thank you. So uh, I was thinking two things. Number one, having this tumbler, which doesn't have a handle, in case you guys didn't know that. Otherwise, it'd be a travel mug. Um, <laughs> and having that when you're, when you're, when you're outside. And then the other thing is, you know, we're, we're not that far from the, from Christmas and holidays. So when we're doing these little product spotlights of the week from the Kansas City BBQ store.com and you know, Megan was talking about this as getting shipments in and things like, like this is on their website right now. I only pick things you can get right now. So go get it. Um, but by the way so so talk about this this thing's 29.99 which is well worth the money but oh, yeah. it, it keeps things hot or it keeps it cold whatever you're drinking but you love using one of these don't you Oh absolutely and we've you you end up you think oh, I I need one and then you
3: end up well now they've got this new color or they've got <laughs> this thing and they came out with mag lids instead of just the open hole lids. All of a sudden you've got like seven or eight of them and then you keep one in the trailer and one in the truck and it's uh no, they actually work great. And literally it's a dusk to dawn thing. You can start with your coffee in the morning and then you've replaced that with your whiskey at night. And the ice is still in there in the morning after you pa- I mean, go to sleep.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> By the way, speaking of colors, they have them in stainless and Duracoat colors, which is trademarked, by the way.
3: Duracoat's what gets you in trouble because you get some cool navy and seafoam <laughs> and purples. And yeah, that's...
0: You got your college team, your professional team. Bingo. So they've got the Rambler 20-ounce. Uh, and again, you can get the Yeti Rambler 20-ounce tumbler at the Kansas City BBQ store.com So speaking of outdoor eating... So, you know, we, 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 and we will readdress uh, tailgating and of course our show is about outdoor cooking, but now we're talking about outdoor, outdoor, just that's right. Going on a camp trip or a camping trip. And this is one of those things where I, th- I would think mentally you want to make a list because if you're out there, you, you do, you can't turn around and there, there's not a Walmart within five miles of where you're at. Yeah. You, you
3: kind of got to bring the equipment with you. Right, Right. like you said, there's not a Walmart there, but camp cooking by the campfire is just great because cast iron, right? Just a grill grate, um, just foil pouches, even like you. There's so many different things you can do uh, just around a campfire. So planning ahead a little bit and doing that is really, I mean, it's one of my favorite things to do. We're actually, you know, we're hitting this point in the season where it's going to start to get colder. We're going to start to have freezing weather. So this weekend is actually my last. Camping trip of the year. We're going to <laughs> Wallace State Park and we're going to do some camping. Now, where's that? Um, that is up north. North, uh, north. Missouri. Missouri Okay. Side. Northern Missouri. Um, nice. And it is, it's a beautiful park and they've got nice, uh, campgrounds. It's well treed. So you've got some shade in the summer when you're, when you're up there. Uh, but we always try and, and kind of show out a little bit when we're cooking on the campouts, <laughs> whether it's taking a griddle and like doing, you know, a big, Camp breast breakfast or biscuits and gravy, mm. uh, yes. But Dutch Dutch oven mac and cheese, oh right my on the goodness! Fire. Come on,
0: I've been on a mac and cheese little tear lately. That and burnt ends. And um, by the way, there is one restaurant I got to try. They've got burnt end mac and cheese that combines them both. Oh yeah, I have to do that. So let me let me ask you this. So you are you are out in the wilderness and you you are getting ready to do a fire. Do you bring like a fire starter or something or do you trust that you're just going to find something? Because maybe if it's been raining or something, wouldn't the wood be wet or how do you go about doing that to start with? So I'll usually have some kind of a starter. But even if you only
3: have, say, some paper towels and a little bit of oil, (laughs) like if you if you oil the paper towels, it slows down their burning and it actually turns them into a little fire starter. So you can start. By the way, if if you're
0: listening, this is Andy McGuire. uh, Are you, you mean MacGyver? Or Mag- oh, I blew the joke. <laughs> you did.
2: <laughs> I'm like, who in the world is Andy McGuire? <laughs>
0: He's an Toby. Irish guy that yeah, likes Toby. to start fires.
3: <laughs> well, I thought he might be going into like a Spider-Man thing. <laughs> I was going to do like a... Toby Maguire, wasn't a, he Spider-Man? A, a parallel Man. <laughs> universe of barbecue. You know... The, <laughs> Instead of
0: squirting webs, you're squirting flames. The, I don't know. The okay. comedy gods put a slow pit softball right in front of me, and I swung and missed as bad as I could. So anyway, <laughs> MacGyver, thank you. Uh, but, but no, it's, explain that again, because I've never heard that. All right. So, you know, if you just light a paper towel on
3: fire, it burns up sure. really fast. If you If you put a little bit of oil on it, that oil slows it down, and it has a nice slow, even burn. And it will burn long enough to start your coals going. So a lot of people do that with their charcoal chimneys. If you don't want to use newspaper because of the smell, mm-hmm. you can just either spray a paper towel with Pam or just put a little bit of oil on it, canola, whatever. You have handy olive oil and just wad that up and then loosen it back up underneath there. It'll burn nice and slow and light your coal bed for you.
0: So when you're when you're going to be doing outdoor cooking like this do you bring like a grate to put over the fire yeah absolutely you? you've got a and you can use just a you can get as
3: uh, intricate and crazy as you want or as simple as you want you can just take a weber grate and set it on two rocks oh, okay if you want right so you don't have to go buy a grate. Right. but if you want to go buy a grate you can you can get a really cool cocky cast iron framed one <laughs> that sits over the coals and has a post in it that you can hang a pot from too.
0: I've seen those and I've seen like it's kind of like mul- like kind of goes in a circle you know, like there's multiple things to it. Yes
3: yeah they're great you can slide the racks and move all that around but yeah it's it's definitely it's it's one of the best ways to cook because you, you're just using what's available right so once the coal bed's hot you're loading little coals on the top and bottom of your Dutch oven uh, and you can do stuff like that mac and cheese you can do desserts, dump cake you ever do any Boy Scouting and have a dump cake? No, what is that? So you take your favorite pie filling, you know, mm-hmm. cherry, apple, whatever it is. I usually mix in some type of acidic fruit, like pineapple, because pie fillings are always really sweet.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, cake mix and butter on top, like two sticks of butter and a box of cake mix. <laughs> more and butter, put that, more yeah, butter. <laughs> butter is a definitely always the right answer. You put that in the Dutch oven, off you go. Leave it in the cooker; it's going to turn into a cobbler, and you got dessert out of a Dutch oven. Got your mac and cheese in the Dutch oven, and just throw a steak on. And what more do you need?
0: Well, and I was going to ask you when when you're out in that situation, what besides steak? What else would you suggest? Because you know you're not going to do a brisket or something like that, right? No, no, no. So
3: steak? What else? Steaks, chops, anything that can that's a quicker cook. Okay, Uh, fish too or shrimp. Like I like to do shrimp in a, a a butter pouch. You know, let, melt the butter with some lemon and thyme in a foil pouch and you just seal the shrimp in that, right on the fire for 5 minutes and then you're eating shrimp.
0: Well, I'm thinking steak and shrimp. Oh yeah, surf and turf. Got to have. Surf it. and turf and little little mushrooms. You can cook in some mushrooms in there? Oh yeah. Any other suggestions there?
3: No, mushrooms are great. Uh but any vegetable, really. You can take zucchini and chop that up, put it in with a little Italian
0: dressing and off you go. Wow. Wow, that! Thank you. Now I'm hungry. So, are you going to be Northern Missouri? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll just. Luckily, you don't know it, but I have a little tracker on your phone, so yeah, I can follow you up guy. there. You come up there, and all of a sudden you will be camping. Like, is that Dave? Roundabout dinner time, and he's got That's a knife right. and a fork in his hand, and he's walking up to the campground. I think we need to let go of him anyway. And we want to again thank award-winning pitmaster Megan Day for being on the show. Be sure to go to her website, Burnt fingerbbq.com sign up for the web the newsletter because they got this steak seasoning coming out soon and you want to learn all about that also our Ask Andy segment was featured by our October barbecue sauce of the month Cowtown barbecue sauce 18 ounces only $5.99 which you can get at the Kansas City BBQ store.com Thanksgiving just around the corner we're going to start talking turkey soon for T-Bone and Andy growing and myself thanks for tuning in and happy barbecuing